Second Corinthians, is it? First Corinthians 13 talks about the love. That love never fails. And God's love is so pure, so rich. The Bible tells us that God is love. And I don't think sometimes we can really wrap our minds around the love of God because we're so used to human kind of love, the kind of love that will only go so far, the kind of love that will, will forsake you at times, the kind of love that will leave you somewhere. But the love of God will never leave us. It will never fail. And, and the Bible tells us that uh, though we can speak with uh, with the, the voice of angels, and we have not love. We are nothing. But the love of God, and I was thinking about that this morning, oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves you this morning. And, and you know, just to think that Jesus knew his purpose when he was still in heaven, yet he still came. He knew that he would come to this world where he would be rejected where he would be scorned, where he would be mocked, where they would take him to a whipping block and beat him so badly that he wouldn't even be recognized as a human being. He knew what his destiny was, and yet he came because that was love. You know, what makes our religion different from all the other religions in the world? It's Jesus Christ. Only one king came. Only one son was given. There is only one savior that gave his life as a ransom for, the, for mankind. And that was Jesus because he loves us. Because he came to rescue us. You know, there's a lot of prophets out there. And they can give good words and inspiration. But only one gave his life for us and ransomed us from hell, amen? Oh, what love, the love of God. God is love, amen? And, and he loves us so much. Over in Jeremiah, it talks about seeking him. I think it's Jeremiah 29 and 13. He said, seek me while I may be found. You will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. You know, and sometimes we think, well, I, I don't know where God is. Well, have you been seeking for him? Have you been searching for him? Because he promises that when we do this, we will find him. And you know, he, here's the truth of the matter. When God created Adam and he breathed his own breath into Adam. He imparted a part of himself into Adam, into his soul. The Bible says man became a living soul when God did that. And it made mankind different from all the animals. God put himself into mankind. He created us in his own image. Why would he do that? You know, he had created the angels. They were created beings. All they ever were created for was to worship him. And the Bible tells us that they worship him 24-7. There is not a moment or a second when the angels are not worshiping him around the throne. 
But he wanted something more. He wanted something that would worship him of their own free will. So he created us. God doesn't want robots worshiping him. God doesn't want us to enter into a casual relationship with him. He wants us to know he loves us so much that he left all of heaven. He left the splendor of heaven to come and to take our place at a whipping block and on a cross called Calvary. He came to take the penalty for our sins. You see, God is a holy God and he cannot let sin go unpunished. There has to be a price for the sin that we commit. And Jesus came to pay that penalty. He came to pay that price to, so that we could be set free, so that we could walk in freedom and deliverance from the chains and bondages of, of sin. He loves us. He loves us. And I believe if, if he had a word to our church today, it would be, are you seeking me? Have you found me? Have you found me? Are you walking in the fullness of life? Are you letting things from your past hold you back? Are you letting stumbling blocks ahead of you keep you from walking with me and talking with me? See, the reason he created us was for fellowship. But sometimes we get hung up on religion and doctrine. We get hung up on our sin. We get hung up on, on what we have to do, our agendas. And you know, Jesus just wants us to come and sit at his feet. To sit at his feet. To sit at his feet and learn of him. And, you know, put aside our agendas, put aside our motives, put aside, Lord, I need you, I need you to do this for me. Sometimes that's all God ever hears from people is, oh, God, I need you to do this for me. I need, Lord, I need, I need, I need, I need, God, I need. But do we ever tell him, I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you. I love you. Do we ever just say thank you for the breath you just gave me? Thank you. I have, I have shoes on my feet and food on my table. I've got clothes to wear, a roof above my head. Well, it may not, not be the, 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 the most grandiose, but you know what? You're warm. You're comfortable. I guarantee you your bellies are full. Did you say thank you? Did you stop to say thank you, Lord? And do you just go and sit in his presence and just say, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Because of all the things we can say to him, those are the things he longs to hear from our lips. Oh, it's not that he doesn't want to do things for us. It's his good pleasure to give to us the keys of the kingdom. But the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added. See, we don't really have anything to worry about because God's already provided for everything we'll ever want or need. 
And all he wants from us is just to sit at his feet and worship him and tell him we love him. Tell him, Lord, you've been good to me, you know? Everybody wants to hear it when we go out and do stuff, don't we? Well, oh, we like those pats on the back. Well, so does he. You know, sometimes I'll, if, if I'm blessed to be up when a sunrise comes up and I'm driving around and I'll see that sunrise or a sunset, sometimes I just say, oh, Father, you did, you did, you did good stuff here. This is good, Lord. This is beautiful. What a great creator you are. Did you ever stop to thank him for a sunrise or a sunset? You know, it would be spring here soon, and we're going to hear the chirping of birds. We're going to see flowers budding and blossoming. You know what I do sometimes? I just stop and look at them, and I say, Lord, you did good stuff there. Lord, that's beautiful. Lord, listen to those birds singing to you. You know, I guess what I'm trying to say here this morning is seek him. You know, seek him. God will provide everything you need if you'll put him first. If you will seek him first, you will lack nothing. You will want for nothing. Every need that you have, he said he would, he would meet every need. Amen. Seek him first. And all these things shall be added to you. Seek first him and his kingdom. And, and you know, it's, it's okay to go to God if you have a need. But don't forget to go to him and say, I love you, Lord. Thank you for what you've already blessed me with. You know, and, and you know, God's greatest desire from us is just to be believed. You'd be surprised how many people don't really believe the word. They don't really believe what's written in that word. But God, his greatest desire is that we believe him and take him at his word. What if we read the Bible like we really believed it? Hmm? They don't read the Bible. How many of you have a Bible? Well, let me ask you this. Is there anybody in this place that does not have a Bible? If you'll raise your hand, we'll leave you today. With a, we'll send you with a Bible today. Anybody else need a Bible? We would love to give you one. Because you know what? That word of God is so precious. And you can't ever get to know God if you're not reading what he has to say. How can you know God if you don't take time to read his word? And you know, everybody's got devices now. On your phone, you can download the Bible app. I personally like to have the Bible in my hand and read it. You know, I... I um, I'll tell you, I, I suffered a lot, especially in my childhood and youth and young adult life with nightmares, horrible nightmares. And I, I've been one of those when I have dreams, my dreams come true. But I can remember, especially when I was living alone, man, I'd have a nightmare. I'd just reach over and grab my Bible and hold on to it. There's just something powerful about the word of God in, in, in between those covers is the living word of God and so you know we're in this time of fasting and prayer and and, uh, and seeking God well, when we seek him how about we believe him how about we take him at his word when he says I am the Lord that healeth thee can anybody believe him for that I am the Lord that healeth thee 
That's in, that's in between those covers. How about I am the God who supplies all your needs according to my riches and glory? Can we believe him for that? Can we believe him when he says he's got a place prepared for us over in glory? Can we believe him for that? Can we believe him when he says that your children and your children's children and, and all so and so, if you will follow me, I'll make sure your children and your children's children are taken care of. I will bless you going in. I'll bless you coming out. Can we believe God for our families? Can we believe God for salvation to our household? It's all written. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. Amen? We have to believe the word of God. We got to take some time, church, to sit at his feet. We have to take some time to open up the scriptures and see what they have to say. Because in the scriptures, we have life. We have eternal. We have uh, all of our needs are met. You know, um, this is a generation that really seems to suffer from a lot of anxiety. This is a generation that's dealing with things I've never dreamed I would ever see. And there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of half-truth, and there's a lot of, of lies and deceitfulness in the world. Where we are going to be... Uh, uh, God has a remedy for all that. He said, peace I give you, not as the world gives you, but peace I give you that the world cannot take away. If you're suffering from anxiety, go sit at his feet. If you're worrying about tomorrow, go sit at his feet. Didn't he say, did not Jesus say, uh, don't worry about tomorrow? And he said, if I care for the lilies of the field, if I care when a little bird falls from the sky, will I not care for you even more? You know, if, if you're suffering, if, if you don't know what to believe, go to the word of God. In it is truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. If, you were, if, if, if you're suffering from uh, a sickness or, or uh, a disease, go to the word of God because in it you'll find by his stripes. We were healed. You know, every answer that mankind can ever seek is found in the scripture. Jesus came. You know, when, when, as I, I started out, when God created mankind, he created him to walk with and talk with and, and to have fellowship with. When he put that part of himself into, into Adam, he created a, a space, a place down in the soul of man that can only be filled by God. We can try to fill it up with pleasures of this world or people or things or addictions, but it's a place reserved for God that only he can fill. And so as, as we keep going forward, I, I encourage you today to just spend some time in his presence. Get before him, amen, and just let him download into you. We get, we get so much of the world imparted into us in our daily life, 
But if you'll just take some time and let the Lord impart to you, you'll start your day with him. When you start your day with the Lord, things just seem to go a little better. It doesn't mean that things are not going to happen. But you know, you've got that peace to deal with it. See, God does not want us walking in fear. He does not want us walking in anxiety. He does not want us walking uh, troubled of mind. He wants to walk us to walk with peace. I, I heard somebody say this morning, well, they said, sometimes people ask you, well, how are you doing? And they'll say, well, I'm, I'm doing pretty good considering my circumstances. And this person said, you are above your circumstances. And we, as, as the body of Christ, we need to walk above our, circum, our circumstances. Too many times we let our circumstances dictate how we're going to live that day. But we are above that. We should be living above the circumstances. Circumstances should never dictate to us if we're going to have victory or, or, or not. We have victory in Christ. Amen. So, you know, walk in the victory that Jesus uh, came and fought for and gave to you. Amen. I'm going to close with, with just a word of encouragement that I, I really do believe the Lord uh, spoke to us for our church here. And, and, uh, and it, it's an encouraging word that this place, Passageway Ministries Church, is a house of bread. I believe that was the word of God for our church to encourage us and to strengthen us and to remind us of our purpose and vision, and that is to feed those that God sends our way. Uh, over um, and, and, you know, we may look like we're just little in, in the eyes of the world, but I'll tell you, just like Bethlehem was just a small place, it was a small city, a small town, but yet it was the chosen place where the bread of life would be born. Jesus Christ. And so we may look small, but I want to say today we are a house of bread and, and, and we're going to feed those that God sends our way, whether they come to this church or they come across our path. We are a house of bread and we have the bread of life here. Amen. And, and so I just want you to be encouraged with that. Uh, feed those who are hungry. There, there's so many hungry people out there, hungry for the truth, hungry for a, a, a better life, hungry for God. And we have the bread. And we need to feed them. So, you know, just remind yourself often, I'm in a house of bread. I'm in a house of bread here. I'm in a house of life. Amen. And, um, and again, just be encouraged to Start your day with the Lord. Go sit at his feet. I know God has some big things ahead for us. I don't know what the year is going to bring, but I know one thing. I want to walk it every day with the Lord. Amen. Every day of this year, I want to be walking with the Lord. I want to be getting closer to him. I want to be getting stronger in my faith. Amen. And I mean, I grew up in church. I've seen so many different kinds of services, but I know that we are in a time today where we really need to be walking with the Lord. We need to have that bread of life. We need to know what, what God says, what he, he is speaking to us, you know, because your salvation and the salvation of someone else may, may hinge on what, how you spent time with the Lord today. So be encouraged. I mean, God's got some good things for us. And I do believe this will be the year of the church. 
where the church begins to take the, the helm back and, and the reins again. And, you know, we may not be popular in the world, but I'm, I'm good with that too. As long as we're feeding bread, as long as we're feeding people bread, that's what we are called to do. Every one of us has a call, and that is to go and tell people about Jesus. And so uh, as I close out here, let me just ask you today, uh, how hungry are you for him? Before we can give out there, we got to make sure we're filled up. How hungry are you for the Lord? He's got some good things for you, you know, and he'll order our steps if we'll let him. He, will, he, he cares so much about us that every detail of our life he will take care of if we'll put our trust in him. As, uh, as I close, would you bow your heads with me? I just feel like uh, saying a prayer, and you can say it with me if you want. Uh, Lord, we're hungry for you. Father, as we come to this close of the service here today, I pray, Lord, that not one will leave here today not having felt your touch, your hand, your presence. I pray, Lord, that you will strengthen us, you will encourage us, and you will remind us of who we are in you. Lord, that outside of you, we are nothing and can do nothing. But through you, Lord, as we become closer to you, Lord, that we grow stronger. Order our steps, Lord. Order our steps in your word. I pray, Lord, that every heart has been settled on you, that if there are any questions, any doubts, that right now, Holy Spirit, you will go to each one of us, and you will affirm the truth. You will affirm your presence and your power to us. Lord, give us a hunger for more of you. Lord, let us hunger and thirst for you. Let us seek your kingdom, Lord with all that we can, that all that we are, that we will seek you first, oh God. We will put you first every day in our lives. Lord, not let one heart leave here today troubled, but I pray that the peace of God will fill every heart and every mind, that we will learn to lean into you and trust in your word that we will walk with you, befitting sons and daughters of the Most High. We thank you for your love. Thank you, Jesus, for paying the ultimate price that we can walk in freedom, we can be loved, and we can love others, that we can be forgiven, and we can forgive others. Lord, let us leave this place, Lord, feeling your cleansing power, Lord, washing away all the stains of sin. Lord, the, the seeds of unforgiveness or the seeds of anxiety, we uproot them right now. In the precious name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. You ride through every storm with us. We thank you that you go before us. You go behind us. You go on each side of us and you go with us. And that you have a good plan for us. Father, we want to lift our hands to you right now and say we love you. We love you, Jesus. And we worship your mighty name. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you have done for us. And we say amen.